This is the audio diary on the 30th day of the 8th month of year 2020. First of all, I have to start off with good news. So, to my delight and relief, my housemate and her fiancé um, have uh, been notified that they have tested negative for COVID-19, which is really, really exciting, despite some of the flu symptoms that they had. And they've also returned to normal health, which is really, really great. Uh, they will be returning home, and so kind of my weekend free um, in the house has been over. Uh, and I'm really invigorated. I guess it was causing me a lot of anxiety without me necessarily knowing. And it's such a huge relief to kind of have that lifted off of my shoulders. Um, and I have been, I woke up really late yesterday, uh, this morning, because I slept very late yesterday. I was reading and just kind of got caught up in a story and yeah, <laughs> I ended up sleeping really late. And so I also woke up really late. I think I woke up around 8.30 first, um, took a swig of water, I was really thirsty. Uh, probably went to the bathroom and then went back to sleep and I woke up at 12 so noon so I slept in really late and it's, it was okay because it's a Sunday you know I don't have anything in general um, I, usually I don't have anything during the days anyway and so it was really nice to do all that kind of stuff do just have that big relief off of my shoulders I actually had a lot of energy waking up without even knowing that uh, I was, you know, going to be relieved of this anxiety about COVID-19. Uh, I just woke up with a lot of energy. I didn't want to lounge around in bed and just kind of scroll through a feed or watch YouTube videos. I actually wanted to get up. And so I did. I think I got up pretty immediately. I think the first thing I did was, you know, I had a couple of to-do to list items on my head and one of the things was to finish converting from Google Photo Storage, I mean, sorry, for, sorry, from OneDrive Storage into Google Photos for all of my photo and video media, which should really help me because Google Photos has some great functionality when it comes to kind of auto tagging um, and metadata and sorting. And also if I don't always keep all my old photos in the highest, um, uh, highest, what is it like? the pixels, um, like highest fidelity, um, highest quality, I can actually store a lot of, pretty much most of my photos and videos are free without accounting against my storage limit. And I already have 10, 100 gigabytes on my storage limit. And so I'm converting everything from OneDrive, which just was such a pain to organize. Uh, I just couldn't find a solution to just these years of footage and years of photos and I'm not someone who was big on taking photos but I've traveled a lot over the years and especially the, um, the time and places that I didn't record through audio diaries I really am sad to say that I'm kind of losing things all over the place I've also switched my phone and phone numbers over the years as well and so one of the few things that have stayed you know exactly the same for me is my email account and it's just been yeah a whole process I had about 10,000 photos and videos to get take from OneDrive, which required downloading from OneDrive into my onto my computer, and from my computer to upload onto Google Photos, which is 
a, you know, as you can imagine, a pretty time-consuming process. Of course, thankfully, I don't need to do any of that myself per se. Uh, it can be automated, but it just meant that I, you know, that was going to take a lot of um, internet bandwidth, computer RAM, and things like that. And so I couldn't really use the computer while I do that. So it was such a hassle the entire time the, I was working and I knew what the solution was, was to obviously there was a weekend when I barely used my work computer just to have it turned on and just let it go, right? I was reading a lot of downloaded ebooks. I didn't need a lot of internet bandwidth anyway. I could easily share with my work computer just syncing and down, downloading, uploading and syncing photos between the two drives without it being a problem. But I don't know, I think I was just in a bit of a funk, just a bit of a lazy mode um, with zero structure, zero kind of motivation in the day. And I just kind of put that to-do list item off, of, off until forever, even though, again, it wasn't even that much work. Uh, so first thing I did when I got up this morning is I turned on my computer, changed my computer's sleep and power off settings so that I could just run that process. The computer has been running on that pretty smoothly. Once in a while, in, a, in an hour or two, I will check and see the progress. And so far it's been going pretty smoothly. There's some errors that I'll try and sort out, but it'll be such a relief to have all of my just photos. I think the oldest photos probably go back to 2014. Before then, I didn't really take um, digital camera photos that much. I might have something from 2013, but still pretty much all the photos I've had since I was an adult all backed up onto a cloud. That will be such a relief so that I don't have to think too much about it. And of course, trying to write memoirs and trying to write and create multimedia content in terms of digital minimalism, in terms of decluttering, it will be such a relief to not have things just sitting in folders upon folders, you know, places that are haphazardly labeled because it's so much work to go back and label and tag things and find things. And right now, a lot of them are titled in just a series of numbers that I guess the cameras over the years just have different cameras and also have labeled them differently. Everything from dates to, I don't know what else it chooses. It's the rest of its serial numbers based on. But you know, my, a lot of my photos are just titled of 20 digit numbers and it means nothing to me. Uh, because I've also used different phones and different operating systems and different cameras, they're not even labeled in a very consistent way. So for example, something from 2019 might start with 2019, you know, 1031, so it's October 31st, like a Halloween picture on 2019. But then the date for a camera um, back in 2017 might have it in like in the Canadian way, so month first, uh, day, then the year. Um, something I've taken in, in the UK might have it in the UK way of um, writing uh, dates, which is day first, month, and then the year. And then some photos are not even labeled with years at all. And so it's just complete chaos. And so I 
because I'm not someone who's active on Instagram, someone who doesn't scroll through photo albums and it's kind of previous, I'm not a big person that dwells on the past in general. And I have not been that passionate of a photographer over the years as well. I'm not particularly talented at it. Uh, I think I could probably learn to be better, not to be exceptional, but to be better if I put some effort into it. But it's never been one of the things I've put a lot of effort into. And so, but especially now that I want to create some multimedia content right, um, and I'm looking back on what I learned from previous years. Uh, ever since I hit that 100 mark on the audio diary and I went back and listened to a lot of my previous recordings and really, really enjoyed that experience. I've also been scrolling through some old photos as well and they're really, really great. I wish I took more photos and I wish I took better photos uh, because they've really triggered these great memories I've completely forgotten about. Um, some not so great too, but they're also all great in the sense that they are reminding me of a time and they kind of give me an insight into self-reflecting on how I got here, why I am who I am today, where I am today, why I'm doing the things that I do, and why I believe in the things that I do and that don't believe in the things that I don't. It's just been a very interesting look, kind of like reading an, reading an autobiography except of myself. <laughs> so it's been really fun and it's been, yeah, I, all this is to say that I would like to invest a bit more time into organizing my photos, um, doing something a bit more interesting and meaningful with them. And the act of writing memoirs is incredibly difficult work. So I just give massive kudos to all the people who write autobiographies or memoirs because it just, it requires a degree of self-reckoning that I just find is so unprecedented. And one of the things that I really crave about van life and the, you know, RV campers, I think one of the things that I find actually very appealing about all these, um, uh, kind of terrestrial nomads, if I could call it them. They're kind of traveling over land and they're living nomadically. Uh, I resonate with them a lot because instead of it being really a luxury lifestyle, jumping from hotel to hotel or trying to absorb as much culture as possible and really being it being about the external environment, one of the things I would really love to do if I were a terrestrial nomad or an RV nomad or a driving nomad, any kind of driving nomad, I think It'd be really great to be in the wild places that put me in the right mindset to write memoirs and do self-reflection and this reckoning and actually have my computer and work set up there so that I can sit down and actually write because I think the best time for me to write memoirs and do all this kind of like inner work and this creative, really truly creative work would be in the outdoors because I feel super creative when I'm outdoors but I it's obviously a massive weight to carry around a you know a proper computer to write uh, and type not to mention okay it's not just the weight it's not just the fact that it's obviously so vulnerable to water and rain and wind and 
um, <laughs> pressure and shock and all the things that come that go along with you know having a backpack full of you know your essentials in the wild it also needs power so again that's not something that's really gonna happen um, if I am backpacking out wild but if I were doing things like um, you know it probably wouldn't even be very realistic having if I were car camping but if I had kind of a nomadic setup where I did have my home on wheels, I could probably do that. <sighs> so that was my big justification as to why I'm first of all transitioning from OneDrive to Google Photos after years of being so loyal to OneDrive. By the way, I'm still going to keep OneDrive. I'm still using it for all of my work and personal kind of work files, um, anything to do with Office basically. Uh, so any Word files, any text files, any um, Excel files, you know, that kind of stuff. All sitting there, it's just my kind of like memory-oriented media are all going to now go on Google Photos and it's going to be my sentimental space. Uh, so that's my justification for, you know, betraying my <laughs> love for Microsoft products and moving on to a Google G Suite product. Um, and secondly, my other justification for why I have just this incredible kind of like desire to go, um, you know, nomadic on wheels <laughs> again. But unfortunately, you know, that life is really not compatible uh, with Oko, right? The nature of Oko is that it's about a city. It's about being really rooted in one place. Uh, it's about very physical aspects of the city. It's all about that. And so, you know, we're literally building real estate. We are building small businesses and storefronts. All that kind of stuff is just very tactile, very physical, very based in space. Um, so if I were to try and work on one of these cities and be nomadic on wheels, that wouldn't really work. Uh, I would need to call whatever city I go to, which is probably going to be Merida. Um, truly home, right? That's what I would really need to do. Uh, yeah, and yeah, that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> it's been good, to say the least. I am really, really excited to kind of get on with my life again after a couple of days of just pause and do nothing really because I really didn't do anything for two days you know confession um, but it was nice to have a bit of a relief uh, it was also pretty nice to get back into really reading again and have a bit of a different hobby and different source of entertainment after just kind of months of watching a lot of videos, um, it's really good, good, good to go back to text because text is really cool. Um, yeah, so those are all the kind of things that are jumping around in my mind right now. Um, I'm pretty excited for the rest of the day. I'm going to run some errands because I can leave the house, obviously. I'm going to go grocery shopping, I'm going to recycle some electronics that I have in the house, drop them off at a depot. 
Uh, I might go to a thrift store and quickly look around to see if some of the things I'm looking for are there. I might go to MEC to try and get some fair hanging gear for my food because in the South Chilcotins, which is the next backpacking trip I'm trying to go to, I'm pretty sure I, I won't have um, bear safe kind of boxes. I think I, I'm pretty sure I'll have to do a bear hang. So I need to get those gears um, at Mech. I don't have to do it today because I still have a couple of days and a couple of mornings that I can drop my Mech. Um, so we'll see how the day goes. I also want to take some time out to practice some mountain driving. Like I've said before, I'm a, quite a novice driver in general and I'm going to have to do some mountain driving. In fact, five hours of driving for this backpacking trip, like one way. So I, I know, I know it's really ambitious. Um, so I thought it might be good to get some practice now. Uh, the longest I've ever driven is an hour. So, and I, I think this will include some, you know, unpaved roads and quite a bit of climbs through relatively steep roads. So I have done this before actually. So I have done steep roads. I don't think I've ever done unpaved roads. So I'm a little bit worried about that. And so I might try to get some practice in today, if not tomorrow. Um, and with the car that I'm actually gonna rent because I can just rent it by the hour. So I'm going to actually try and practice with that particular car. Uh, and yeah, I'm really excited to go to South Chilcotton's. Cottons. Um, I have seen crazy, crazy, crazy beautiful photos and videos online. And this is supposed to be like a very de desert kind of area, a very arid area, uh, of course, with plenty of forests and there's supposed to be wildflower meadows. Uh, that's probably more so in the spring than in late summer. But still, there's some wildflower meadows and canyons but there's also just spots of just kind of desolate black rock. I also got this um, amazing Rocks and Minerals of North America pocket guide from National Geographic. So I am very excited to take this out and identify some rocks and minerals. That'd be so, so, so cool. I can't wait. Ah! <laughs> Man. Man, I love rocks. <laughs> I love rocks and geological formations. So I can't wait uh, to kind of um, use this pocket, pocket guide on the trails. Um, and that's gotta be the end of the auditory for today. I've ranted about random things for way too long. Um, so we'll call it, a, call it quits and talk to you next time.